Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, the starting pitchers are all going great. So to bring up the concept of quick hooks today might not seem to make much sense, but bear with me. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Cardinals 5, Pirates 4 in 10 innings. A reversal of what had happened the day before. The Pirates went into the 10th with a lead. Thanks to a Kanan Smith Najigba ground out that Paul Goldschmidt couldn't handle. I don't think he would have gotten Andrew McCutcheon at the plate anyway, but didn't matter because Derek Shelton went to Will Crow after he had used all of his good late inning relievers, and Crow did exactly what everyone, everyone, maybe other than Crow himself expected he would do and that is to spray the ball all over creation look super nervous out there the entire time miss by a mile and then just groove one right down the pipe afterward Uh, this is what we've seen of him in later innings now for a long time and that's the way it came to pass he gave up a couple runs if it wasn't a walk-off situation who knows how much worse it would have gotten but that's that that's that's not okay and let me qualify please what i mean when i say that's not okay because i'm not just pointing an isolated finger at shelton although if i'm shelton and believe me there's a reason i'm not a major league manager I look out to that pen and I see Johan Ramirez, who just came up from AAA and was mowing guys down. 14 strikeouts and two walks over eight innings for Indy. And I think to myself, look, I know what I'm going to get from the other guy. I don't know what I'm going to get from this one, so I'm going to go from this one. It would have been a lot tougher to go to the other guy, I think, who was available, and that's Jose Hernandez, the Rule 5 lefty, but Ramirez would have been my guy in that situation. Ramirez would have been my guy. However, it's not like you uh, take 100% of the blame pool and assign it all to one person. I never, ever do that when it comes to team sports. Shelton gets some of it. Ben Charrington gets some of it. Crow himself gets some of it. That's just how this works. My biggest issue within this 
is that this team, as it's currently constituted and currently competing, because they are nine and seven, and the Cardinals are the team that's going to end up winning this division, if we're being honest. So every game against the Cardinals was going to mean a little bit more than against somebody else. Cardinals and Brewers, Cardinals and Brewers. Okay, those are the teams that are going to end up 1-2 in the division. In, in some order or other, I, I think the Cardinals you can always count on to win it. But what you can't do, even in April, is adopt or readopt the approach that, well, we just got to see what he's got or we just got to ride him out. No, you actually don't. This team has made... Not once, not twice, but a billion times over the final three or four months of the offseason. Pledges to everyone involved, never mind me and you, and I'm just talking about to the inside, to their own people, that this was the season they're going to turn the page and look at winning. Okay, you start the season with Crow in your bullpen. You know what you got out of him last season. You especially know what you got out of him in late-inning situations. But you bring him aboard anyway, and you utilize him the way Shelton has for the better part of the first few games, which is, candidly, mop-up duty. And he's done okay at that. He's given you innings. Uh, he hasn't worn down. He even got himself an Elroy face save on the last home stand just by hanging around in a blowout long enough. But this he can't do. And what you can't have as a general manager or for that matter, the manager is the the idea that it's just OK to have this guy on the roster if you have better options internally. My feeling is that the Pirates currently do have those options. The one I've already mentioned is Ramirez, and again, he was never utilized, so you have no idea how he would or wouldn't have done. All you know is that the last time he took a mound in anger, even if it was in the International League, he was mowing people down. Beyond that, in Indianapolis still, a guy I really want to see back in Pittsburgh, though not yet, is Yeri De Los Santos. Now, Delo Santos, uh, you'll remember, he was just dynamite, elevated himself almost instantly to a setup role last season as a rookie, uh, became an integral part of the clubhouse, and then he got hurt, and he's still working his way back. He's still not throwing strikes consistently in AAA, so I'm not going to say here, you know, in a vacuum, oh, bring him up just because uh, he, he's... Important. His development is important. But what you don't do is just shrug this off and say, well, this is just the way it is. This is who we have. And I really hope that this management team, and yes, again, that includes the manager, can get past that phase. We, all of us, have seen a lot of Crow. We've seen him when he's been good. There was a time early last season where it looked like, wow, this guy could really be something out of the pen. And then it wasn't there. And then he was put into five, count them, five late inning situations last year, all of which, all of which were just a complete catastrophe. So what I don't want to hear after the game 
was what Shelton said to the reporters covering this trip out in St. Louis. Afterward, when asked about Crow's performance, he said, well, the, the walk to Wilson Contreras was, was not good. And then from there, he basically changed the subject. Okay, well, none of those pitches were good. Very, very, very few of them out of everything that Crow threw was good. This was Crow afterward. I mean, it sucks, right? You know, I don't, I don't want that to happen, right? Obviously. Um, but, you know, you take your looks. Like, had you came in, talked for two minutes, we throw, if I throw the ball like that, 95% of the time, the ball's going to throw away. So, like I said, today I didn't. I threw the ball well. I felt like the ball's coming out the right way. Um, just didn't, didn't fall, fall my way today. So, uh, you take your looks. You keep going. You keep moving forward. You keep no man look i like this kid okay i interview him on a regular basis he is one of the most uh, passionate inspired people you could encounter in any walk of life but that's delusion that's delusion that's telling yourself and, and worse austin hedges apparently coming over and telling him too based on what you just heard there that everything was fine those pitches were fine they weren't fine they weren't fine he was missing by a mile he was so erratic that i can't believe that st louis's hitters even took their bats off their shoulders at any point other than that they knew that when he'd get behind the count he'd hopelessly groove a pitch right down the gut that's not fine that's not okay and it's not acceptable for the Pirates to take the position that, nah, whatever, we'll work through it. No, no. Win games. We come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door. Your car. Your bike. Your computer. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit projectchildsafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. This segment's brought to you by Family Table, a local company that brings delicious food to busy families. They offer family-style complete meals or a la carte items like lean proteins, perfect for muscle building and weight loss. If you aren't local, gift cards are also available for your Pittsburgh-based family and friends. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com and use the code DK20 for 20% off and free delivery on your first order. Or by noon today for Thursday delivery. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's J1Q comes from Keith, who says, DK, since it's unlikely that the Pirates would rush someone like Leo Verpiguero to the majors, at least without him forcing the issue, who do you think will get the lion's share of time at shortstop this season? Would it be Rodolfo Castro, Juan Bay, Mark Mathias? And there's a bunch of other names you mentioned here, and none of whom are going to do this. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you uh, that, first of all, Piguero is not ready. If the Pirates felt that Peguero had shown even signs of encouragement through spring training, he, he would not have been sent all the way down to double A. His was the most visible, outright demotion of anyone in the system, I thought, in terms of those minor league assignments. Like, you can understand some of them. You can look at, for example, Henry Davis being in Altoona and say, wow, number one overall pick, what's he doing down there? Well, they needed to split him and Andy Rodriguez up so they both could play a lot. That's just a no-brainer. They're both catchers. They're the top two, arguably, hitting prospects in the entire system. Can't have them on the same team. Eventually, you would hope they do end up on the same team, but that's a problem you can deal with another day. Piguero was just told, get out of here, and he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything in the spring. Uh, and I mean that not just offensively. I didn't see much from him defensively. I didn't look at a player in Bradenton or any of the Grapefruit League exhibitions that I covered in my two trips down there and say, wow, now there's someone you really need out there in the infield. 
I don't know why. I don't know if he got his head big from having that one cup of coffee at PNC Park last year. Remember, he even had his first big league hit and everything, and then he was gone the next day. It was an emergency basis, and I think that's kind of what you're referring to here is, well, you don't have a shortstop. You need a pure shortstop or a true shortstop to get through four months or however long it's going to actually be of O'Neill Cruz being out. But I think it's just going to be Castro. I don't think you're going to see them overthink it. I think you're going to see the Pirates suffer whatever defensive flaws he has, and he has them. And you're going to see them say, hey, you know, he's just going to be the guy. He's going to hold it down, and we believe he's going to hit enough. And to his credit, since Cruz went down, Castro's been the Pirates' most consistent hitter. I understand it's a really, really small sample size, but that's what we're talking about. So no, I, I don't see I don't see switching that up unless Castro were to really, really struggle or were to, you know, embarrass himself as he has with a couple other incidents, you know, not hustling or the phone falling out of his pocket or whatever, I think you're gonna see them just stand by him. But since you mentioned Matthias, can I just ask what did they see in him? I, I get it as a small sample size. I can't have it both ways here when I make the small sample size argument, but I don't see anything like at all. <laughs> like this is, this is a player who uh, Derek Shelton said of him uh, at PNC Park just before the current road trip. Uh, this is a guy who can really hit. Okay. Where? How? Because it sure isn't here. So I have no idea what that's all about, but I wouldn't mind seeing that come to an end sooner rather than later to kind of put a bow on the subject that I'd brought up in the opening segment. You can't, you can't do this, okay? The tryout camp is, is over or it was supposed to be over. Put your best players on the field. Compete. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We will do another one of these tomorrow. 